Hey guys, this is Niklas from Lord of Lost and you're listening uh, to Interviewer Under Fire. All right, everyone, welcome back to a brand new episode of Interview Under Fire. This is your host, Sonny, this time along with a talented drummer and Nicholas Call. Uh, it's an honor, man. Thank you so much for joining our IUF series today. Now, Nicholas, uh, this is an exciting time of the year for you and the rest of the guys over at the Mighty Lord of the Lost with the release of your seventh studio double album, uh, Judas, which drops here on July 2nd on Napalm Records and First things first, I just want to congratulate you guys on all the well-deserved reactions that's been getting so far, you know, with those mesmerizing singles that dropped, Priest, uh, For They Not Know What They Do, The Death of All Colors, shout out to the other revered publications like Spark and Sweden Rock, Metal Hammer Germany, that list goes on, obviously, and, you know, to name a few, they praised your work, plenty of amazing things to unravel about this album, but before we get to all that, I know we talked about it before we started, how are you, man? Um, how's life in Germany been for the last six months? How are you? That's an important question to start things off. <laughs> Hi, I'm fine. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> of course. Well, yeah. Uh, how's how's life going for the past six months? Uh, uh, meanwhile, we are yeah, kind of chilled here. Yeah. Um, I asked six months uh, because I feel like with a year and a half, that's a lot. So I feel like yeah. it's fair to ask 2021. Go ahead. <laughs> well, um, uh, especially for me as a musician, um, it doesn't matter if you ask the last six months or one and a half year because for us, nothing changed really. Um, That's true. There are no, no, no bigger shows or something like that. I think, meanwhile, uh, there are events allowed uh, up to uh, 500 people or something like that. But with all those uh, uh, corona stuff, you, you have to, to have a lot of space for everyone. And uh, so even a concert for 500 peeps uh, needs space for two and a half thousand. And uh, this is pushing the, the costs for a concert that much high that it doesn't make sense to organize a real big concert. So yeah, um, yeah we are still waiting. Um, but in general, uh, we're, we're totally fine so far. I'm totally fine, the guys also, because uh, we had a lot of work to do and uh, uh, every one of us was in the very, very lucky position um, to, yeah, to, to earn money somehow. So yeah. um, I'm, uh, I'm teaching drums uh, when, when I'm not on tour. And now uh, during Corona, I could put this online and all my students, I have about 40 students and um, all of them uh, did the online thing. And so I could work, I earned money. So I'm totally fine with it. Yeah. There are so many peeps uh, who are pretty much worse. Yeah, and you know, making the best of a situation is easier said than done. And and it looks like you guys are yeah. doing that. You guys are in good hands here with with Napalm. And you know, we talked about you know the introduction here with 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 Judas, right? I do want to cut to the chase here because this is definitely one of the more unique releases going on this year. A double album of all things, man. Considering what's been happening in the last fifteen months or so, it's quite the return to normalcy and releasing like a you know new studio album. At least we're heading that direction. And with the seventh album, for the listeners who don't know, drops July 2nd on, on Napalm Records. There's two parts of this, Damnation, Salvation. Having said that, this is the follow-up to 2018's chart-breaking Thornstar. And that album actually landed you guys on, what, number six on the German charts? I mean, this is yeah. quite the follow-up, which is just another 
big step for you guys. Nicholas, is there, is there any, <laughs> it is, it is, you know, I, I, I begin to think, is there any such thing as pressure for you guys when you sit down to write a whole new yeah. album or even just a follow-up? Um, well, yes putting, on, no. putting on the spot here. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's just, um, um, if, if, if we're doing a new album, we don't think about what did, did we do before. Mm -hmm. um, every album is something completely new. And uh, we also don't um, uh, think about, okay, w which kind of elements did we have last time on the last album? Do we have to take something from there again now? And no, no, we, we are creating something completely new. And um, I'm in this band uh, for four years now, but uh, I know these guys for, uh, I think, 10 years already. And um, I already uh, saw them from... Uh, yeah, from from a perspective as a touring musician who met those guys somewhere on a festival or, or on a tour, and every time this band released something new, it was something completely different to all the things they did before, and um, so um, it was yeah quite quite a same same thing uh, this time with Judas. Yeah, and uh, with, with Judas, and uh, you know, you were talking about knowing them from ten years. That that's actually really that shows a lot of chemistry. Like you already knew them before you even joined the band. It's like, hey, we know you. Why not just do what you do best? And with Judas, I talked about damnation and salvation. There's 24 songs here. And um, Nicholas, if I may, I'm just gonna do a quick run around because I'm gonna lose my mind if I don't talk about this. Because <laughs> top to bottom, I mean, this double album was just the perfect blend of gothic and dark metal atmospheres. There were grand piano tunes, strings, choirs. It was very organic, very haunting. I don't even have any words to really to, de to describe yeah. this experience because that's what it is, it's an experience. You know, throughout Lord of the Lost's catalog, I know you talked about, you've been with this band for four years. Uh, you guys have, you've done it again. You know, you've progressed on the sound from what you have with the last album, you know, from the yeah. opener. Um, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, that, that's uh, pr pretty cool that you say, it's it's so organic because um one of the of the main goals we set ourselves uh for this production was we don't want to use any synthetic sounds so uh you don't hear any kind of synthesizer or anything on this album every instrument you hear is a real instrument or something uh, real noise we recorded uh, so if you hear a church organ, we went a few days to a church in Hamburg and recorded the fucking organ. Yeah, that's and, right. Um, if if you hear the, the strings in in most of the songs, um, we went to Bulgaria to record strings there in a special studio, and uh, we we did so much sound design and stuff. Um, uh, normally, the drummer is the, the the very first one who's going into studio to play, and uh, after the drums are recorded. Uh, all the other instruments are overdubbed. This time we changed it completely and the drums were the very, very last thing what was recorded because we wanted um, to to have the, the songs complete and then we just, uh, yeah, tried to find out where is still enough place for some super cool drum stuff and where we just need some yeah, groovy drums, you know? Yeah. Um, and um, so we already had some drums, but they were kind of programmed because um, all the sounds we used for those programmings were things we recorded. Uh, so we went to a mall 
uh, on a Sunday when it was completely closed and no one was there and we had big rooms and everything and recorded some bass drums and snare drums and so on um, and everything laying around what we just found so uh, there, there was one uh, one noise I made um, in hitting a road sign and um, there That's I, awesome. I think one uh, the, the bass drum in one of the sounds uh, in, in one of the songs um, is the door of my car in 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 a in a in a, in a parking uh, yeah. what what is a par parking house you know so uh yeah it's pretty super organic because there's nothing synthetic on this album it's all real yeah even even just simple like a shutting a car door now i'm going to when i'm going to go to my car after the scenario i'm going to shut my car door i'm gonna be like huh that does that <laughs> resonates i'm going to try it in a garage i'm going to try it in a parking lot i'm going to try it just yeah. like just like in a crowded area you know Uh, that's amazing that you say that because with songs like you know priest and the 13th and which is my personal favorite by the way 13th oh my goodness cool. gracious uh death is just a kiss away the gospel of judas my constellation work of salvation i mean the flow here was just so well executed i'm gonna say it again dare i say this is the magnum opus you know uh, walk me through this nicholas how much did things change from when you first started composing on judas to where you ended up finishing it did a lot change in between did nothing change Was there already a specific sound you guys knew you had in mind with Judas? Um, it, 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 it was not pretty much that changed from mm -hmm. the beginning. Okay. Um, <clears throat> we had, um, like we, we already um, had for Thornstar, we had a songwriting camp where uh, we, as a band, together with our crew, which are all really awesome and great musicians, um, and some friends from other bands. Yeah, then came the Corona thing. And uh, so we did this camp uh, in our studio in Hamburg. Um, but we locked us up uh, for one week in the studio and we built teams. We, we did it before we started. We made a plan. Um, uh, it was uh, always a team of uh, three or four peeps. And uh, every, t every day this team changed. So Okay. We were working every day in a new team. And we really reached it that um, every team, every day wrote one song. Uh, so in the end, uh, after one week, we had, I don't know, more than 30 songs. And um, we had one, um, yeah, one, one restriction. Uh, can I say that? Yeah, I think. Um, um, there was one special guitar effect. It was a plasma pedal. I don't know which company. Uh, Because I'm a drummer. Um, <laughs> um, a plasma paddle, which is super aggressive guitar sound. And we liked it so much that we said, this is the sound for the upcoming album. And uh, we ordered a bunch of uh, those paddles. Um, and every team got one. And that was the main thing. Every song, uh, every, every song uh, idea you, you record or whatever, every song you write, do it with this sound. And so we, uh, yeah, had the... The basic, the the yeah, the, the main base of the album sound already. Yeah. Um, from the from the very very beginning, and um, yeah, the, the fact uh, that the whole album was about Judas, um, uh, yeah, that's that's already really really long ago when we said this. It was in February 19. Yeah, and uh, you kind of set this up for me perfectly because. Uh, with the production, obviously, I, I definitely heard that natural evolution to your sound. I mean, it was definitely on point. I heard everything. I'm an audio audiophile these days. I'm very picky on how I want my music to sound, <clears throat> excuse me, yeah. the way I want it to sound. Like, I didn't have to mess with any EQ levels. The production was 
really just on par. And you talk about it between the production process, the writing and stretching the songs, you know, something that I'm very excited to talk about, very interesting to talk about the lyricism throughout Judas, you know, um, the, there's these ideologies between good and evil. You know, it details the perception of the character of Judas yeah. Iscariot for people who don't know, known as, you know, highly diverse. There's also the idea of betrayal in there and the so-called gospel of Judas, uh, which is a paper that's set to consist of uh, conversations between Jesus, Jesus Christ and Judas himself, which casts a different light on religious history as it's told in the Bible's New Testament. There's definitely so much more to what I just said there, but you know, you have a song like priest Nicholas, where it speaks into, you know, that conflict that has, you know, lasted for thousands of centuries. And it's as old as mankind itself, actually, you know, that conflict between good and evil. I said, you know, that double album, I feel like it's kind of like a representation of that, you know, good and evil, yeah. uh, not only illuminates, you know, just the dark and light side of history. Um, I don't know, I'm throwing a lot at you right now, but I'm kind of just rounding out to this topic here, like a theme, like if, if there was something that was so imminent as far as a theme on Judas, like if that's true, if that if that is true, why or how are themes or concepts important to you? You know, how important is that to you? And to what level do you like to have something like this for your music? Um, well, I I cannot tell you why we... For for example, why why we chose this this theme for for the for the album? Well, why is it Judas? It was back in um, February nineteen right. when we got a message by um, by Chris in our band chat in WhatsApp when he wrote, uh, "Hey guys, it was early in the morning. Hey guys, I just woke up and <laughs> I had a dream about the new album. A new album? It's." 19 hey man <laughs> we just wrote an album <laughs> yeah the, the, the thoughts that just came up but it, man what what are you doing uh, oh, yeah no, no I, I had a dream and uh, the new album is called judas and it sounds like this and this and this and it, it was like he, he already had the complete album in his head and um uh, yeah that from, from that point from that mm -hmm. day it was clear okay the new album will be about judas but not about religion or church or anything it's all about the character, character Judas, because right. this is so super diverse, um, uh, and and it depends on from from which perspective you're you're looking at it, and um, and that's the thing. Um, all those those, I mean, we we are not the the first ones. There there were so many peeps before us because I mean it's already two thousand years. Um, I mean, um, look at well, look at what's behind me. Obviously, they've been doing it yeah. for a long time, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, uh, that there are already so many peeps who, who already thought all this stuff, but for for me it was uh, um, yeah kind of yeah major key maybe um, mm -hmm. moment uh, when when I thought about okay this the thing about what if all this betrayal stuff that that Judas is the evil one and what what if this is all completely bullshit and those two guys were just super super smart and planned all this stuff. So mm. what what if Judas no no what what if Jesus Christ would have said to Judas, hey man, uh I have to die and you have to do that somehow uh because then I'm the the superstar here. Wow. You know? And, I, I, and I feel those... like we, we could go down that wormhole for as long as Yeah, of course. Yeah, want. yeah. And, oh, and, my goodness. and that that was exactly why we said, yeah, Judas is that that's 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 the theme. We we have to take this because it's so super diverse. 
you you can make everything out of it and you can take it to today and to everyone that's very you true know? yeah and and yeah. you know it's it's really interesting god uh nicholas you touched on so many things my mind is kind of <laughs> upside down at this moment because a lot of artists they don't really care about themes you know they just do 10 songs in the studio and that's it but with with judas with you know the two sides to this double album i love that you guys the double album it's so great and you guys really honed into that identity having said that would it be safe to say that you see judas as a snapshot of where you are in a certain time in your life looking back yeah maybe i asked that because you know you can look at back look back on the different albums you've been a part of it's like okay this album reminds me of a certain time in my life that I was going through this, you know, but of course, you know, I'm sure this maybe is a, I don't know if it's a question for Chris mostly, because he's the one who had that dream, right? Not you. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. That, I don't know. That, I don't know if you feel, that's feel, totally, feel like that's yeah, totally feel right. the same yeah. way, actually. Yeah. But, um, um, I, I don't know because this, uh, this album is also so super diverse. <laughs> that, oh yeah. That I, I think that there would be so many little moments in my life where I could say, yeah, th this this could be there and this could be there. I, I have no no short answer. <laughs> no, yeah, I, that, and that's an answer. That counts as an answer. I mean, just make sure you tell Chris, like, hey, ease up on the dreams, all right? We just got a double album. <laughs> so, who knows if he calls well, you like a month from now? It's like, hey, you guys ready? It's like, oh no. <laughs> well, well, the the thing about the double album was just. Um, it it was not the thing that we just had so many songs or whatever that that it was not that in the end of the songwriting camp we went out of the studio and said okay now we have three tons of songs uh, what do we do how huh? we should do a double album no we I, I don't know why we set this right in the beginning of everything after it was clear okay it's it's going to be called judas um we said and it has to be a double album <laughs> and everyone we we talked to was like, "Why do you want to do a double album? I mean, just make a CD, make an album. No, we want to do a double album. Yeah, yeah. but why? Mm, it feels good. Yeah. And uh, we we wrote all this stuff, and then we went to Napalm and said, "Hey guys, this is our new stuff. Oh, by the way, it's a double album." Yeah. Hey, <laughs> what did I say earlier on this interview? Right? It's an experience. You have to experience it for yourself because. Again, I said Absolutely. the flow. The flow went so well. The experience went so well. I mean, yeah. uh, um, I mean, if 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 that doesn't work, I don't know what else. I mean, I, I think I put everything out there for for the listeners to know why this album is one of the best this year, if not the best. You know, uh, there's well said to everything that we dove into with this album, Nicholas. We definitely covered a good amount of ground on this awesome interview. I can't wait till we do this again. Obviously, I let's get you here to Dallas first, and then. We'll do the Wings yeah. interview, hopefully. <laughs> you know, I, I do begin to think, you know, uh, everything that you've told me that you've been through. I know you were with other bands, of course, before Lord of the Lost. What is the most rewarding part for someone like you, Nicholas, who is now at this point in their career? You know, in seven albums here, obviously, it's with Lord of the Lost. But you've been you've been at this for longer than that. You've done countless tours. You've, uh, you know, at the same time, been involved with so many other different talented, you know, bands, artists, individuals throughout, you know, your personal timeline you know as a musician as a human being have your aspirations have they changed or evolved since when you first started performing in the industry like do you see things differently today um yeah absolutely uh, i mean back back in the days when when i started uh in, in yeah in the rock and roll circus 
uh, I won't will not say in the rock and roll business because when I started with my first rock band, uh, uh, it was just a rock and roll circus for me. It was not a business. I just mm -hmm. wanted to make rock music, um, uh, and before that, I already played for 15 years in, in different orchestras and ensembles and so on. Um, but when I started this, I just was a young guy who wanted to make music out of it. You know, yeah. go on stage. If, if there was a stage, I wanted to hit it and just play a cool gig. And meanwhile, of course, it's, it's, it's some kind of business. And it's, it's not an easy one. Um, but um, also, of course, all this... this digital stuff and Spotify things and so on. Um, there has so much has changed since then. And um, meanwhile, um, it's it's much easier and it's much more difficult yeah. <laughs> to make music and to to live with it and from it. And um, um, yeah, there are so many good things and so many bad things. Yeah. But I'm pretty happy where I am right now because um, this band where where I now got into, because I mean, they, they just asked me back in, in uh, 2017 uh, as a substitute. Hey, man, we need a drummer. Do you have some time? Yeah, I have. Okay, when is the next gig? Oh, in nine days. Oh, it's uh, 17 songs. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> um, no and, big deal. Um, <laughs> yeah, luckily I, I had a lot of time that time um, um, and um, yeah I, I grew pretty fast into this band and into the crew because we all knew each other for, for many many years and um, uh, when I met this band for the first time in 2011 uh, we were on tour together I played for another band but it was so super clear that Lore of the Lost one day would would grow and grow and grow because even I think they were existing there then for 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 two years or something like that mm -hmm. um, they already were so super professional they were working like like a big band you know and uh, that was really really impressive and now meanwhile I'm super super lucky to be in this band and to have this second family because that's what we are and not only the band also the complete crew around and everything yeah you couldn't have rounded that that to a more perfect answer uh Nicholas yeah. man this has been such an honor man let's stay in touch obviously on the socials hopefully I see you again here in Dallas Absolutely. And, I, yeah. and I've said that repeatedly but I look forward to seeing you guys here like the Lord of Lost, we need to see you guys in person. Do you have any, you know, last words, just any shout outs, anything you'd like to plug in or mention as far as uh, Judas before we finish things off here? I think you have a new music video coming out soon. Is that true? Uh, yeah, the next video, um, the uh, third uh, single is uh, coming on uh, June 30th, I think. Okay, right. Um, uh, it's the Gospel of Judas. And, oh, great. Um, <laughs> Uh, if you watched Priest and thought they know not what they do, you'll be surprised. Oh wow! Because we talked about oh, the yeah. theme, right? So that's now I got. I'm, I'm excited about this. Um, <laughs> everyone who's listening, uh, this is the legendary. Yes, the legendary Nicholas Call from Lord of the Lost. Please, thank you so much. Do me a favor. Buy Judas. Uh, it's one of the albums of the year. Again, if not the album of the year, um, drops July second on Napalm Records. Don't forget, you can listen to this podcast on all major podcast streams out there, iTunes, Spotify, anything you use. Uh, and check us out at our interviewerandfire.com. Nicholas, you stay fat there in Germany, Germany man, and uh, I'll see you next time, buddy. Yeah, hopefully. Thank you. 
Thank you so much. Safe. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Interview Under Fire Podcast. If you guys liked what you heard, please subscribe and share our channel. And please leave a five-star review as that helps us tremendously. If you'd like to check out more, visit www.interviewunderfire.com or our social media channels on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And finally, we want to thank you all for the support you've been giving us. Keep it burning.